0: It's time for another episode of Talking About PHI, Limited Series Women in Healthcare, with me, Kat Bai and Sue Chamberlain. Today, our topic is networking and the importance of why women in healthcare need to master this skill. So let's begin. Thank you for joining Sue and me. For another episode of Talking About PHI, this is our limited series, Women in Healthcare, where we really are focused on helping women in the healthcare space thrive. We're gonna do it through stories, through um, anecdotes, tips, and just you know share some experiences that we hope will be helpful for you. I'm not a professional coach, although I do coach women and people in the marketing space. I majored in psychology, although I landed up in marketing, but I I have always been focused on mindset and nurturing people and helping them grow. I do have an organization with another friend uh, called uh, Women with Dynamic Purpose, where we are focused on uh, women and helping them thrive through their professional shifts, especially women that are rising in age. I think we should just hop in. Our topic today is networking. The why, how, and what you should do with networking. So Sue, do you have any thoughts to share before we dive
1: in? Yeah, absolutely. One of them being that this is probably one of my biggest areas of weakness and one of CAT's huge strengths. And I think part of it is her networking background. I mean, her marketing background, which leads itself to that. And I will say that Kat has been phenomenal at kind of helping me and push me to try to be better at the networking part. So what I'll be able to do is maybe throw a few stories in. I'm great at helping my students and mentor my students and different people that I work with, not always great at taking my own advice. So again, these are our opinions and some of our experiences, and hopefully you guys can go away with a few tidbits of what we've learned over the years.
0: Yeah. I mean, networking is so important. And I will say that I was not always good at it because I am, I look like an extrovert. I'm like you, Sue, I look like an extrovert, but I'm actually an introvert because, and I think it was, who was it that told us that? I can't remember who it was that when you're, when you look like an when you're an introvert, that is good at being an extrovert, you then need a lot of time to recuperate. And that's what I do. I like, that's why I like a lot of time alone as much as I like to engage with people so it's kind of like this uh, two sides of me so but networking is so important and it's not something I was always good at um, because number one you have to talk about yourself you have to go and talk to strangers And you have to be willing to kind of come to the table looking to either help someone or have them help you. It's just kind of like a strange thing. I mean, when I was young, I used to go on vacation with my family and I used to say, oh, I'm going to go out and make a best friend, you know, and I would just go out and make a friend and you know, some piece of advice that I learned years later, because that was very difficult, I would go into a networking event. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know where to begin. I don't know what to do. No one's going to want to help me. And I kind of flipped the switch in my mind to, I'm going to go to networking events and see who I can help. I'm going to go make a friend today. I put myself in that mindset, like when I was young, and I would always come back with a best friend, you know, I'm make like a friend today. And when I Think like that; it takes the pressure off. But the reason you want to network is uh, something that men have been doing for many years, that women have just started really uh, doing. But it's to build a community of people that will help you get connected throughout your journey as a professional, right? Because many times, when a shift or something happens in your career, suddenly you need opportunities, and it's always better if you get an introduction to something. They say, I don't know what the percentage is and I I can look for it, Um, but the percentage percentage is so much higher uh, of you getting a job if someone vouches for you, introduces you or connects you to the leader of that organization. So networking is really to build that community that you then can tap into. And it's not a one-way street and we'll talk about that a little bit later about what to do with your network. You have to be careful when you go into networking. It's not about me 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 me. It's, you know, actually we 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 and us, you know. So you you have to understand that you need to network today for the future. And you the larger your network and the quality of your network is very important. It's not just having, you know, a million people You know, like you and follow you on LinkedIn, which is important uh, for different reasons. But it's the quality of those connections. Are you talking to them? Are they talking to you? Are you sharing information? Are you following them? And it's the same thing with your network once you build it. So the why of why you want to network is you're building. I guess it's like a bucket of potential for the future. You know, you're 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 collecting these seeds. That you're going to plant and then nurture so this way in the future if something happens you know you could tap into your network i remember when i um uh, i always you know have been pretty good at networking and i've gotten better over the the past seven years as an entrepreneur but i remember when i started my business most of my best gigs were with through my network and people who knew me and who I connected with and stayed connected with and kind of, you know, just checked in and said, Hey, how are you doing? And this is what I'm doing. And what are you doing? And then when the opportunity came up, it was easy for them to say, Hey, you know what? I know, Kat, I'm going to have her do so-and-so, or let me recommend her to this other company and so on. So
1: how has networking uh, benefited you, uh, Sue? So for me, I was thinking it's technically kind of both ways, So it has been, when you say you go out and network specifically thinking, how can I help somebody else? I think that having that always, it's like the Kevin Bacon's six degrees kind of thing, because you may actually go out and find somebody that's going to help you be successful by being somebody you might be able to hire if you're in in, in that type of position. It's not always about just finding if you decide you wanna move to a position. So you have to keep in mind that networking is not just, just in case I wanna advance, I wanna have somebody. No, it's to help each other and to build each other. And when I look at it in healthcare as well, some of the things that it's helped me do, um, I used to have this group I belonged to many years ago back in Michigan, that was all the directors for all the West Michigan hospitals. And the things that we were be able to put in place because of that. some of the the all of our departments got better because we were all talking to each other and helping each other. And when we had, and so this is a little tidbit for some people too, there is an informal and formal networking area. But when we would have somebody that, say, was a horrible employee and we needed to get rid of them, and they have, or, and they were applying to somebody else, you know, you had to be careful what you could say because of HR, but we all learn to read each other's faces and that type of thing too, that is all part of that. So you have to remember networking is going on all around you and you're using it for many, many, many different purposes. And as Kat said, I just want to throw out one of my hardest, the hardest parts for me Besides being an introvert and then having to go recover, but it's also just what you were saying, that ability to be able to say positive things about yourself, and that is hard. So if you can start looking to try to help build others, it may help you to be able to present who you are and what your skills are if you struggle like I do to be able to promote yourself and to say positive things about yourself.
0: Now, one of the things, you know, you do in marketing and then also in sales, you know, because as an entrepreneur, I'm a marketer because that's what I do as my trade in the healthcare marketing space, but I'm also have to be a salesperson because I have to sell my services. And uh, one of the things you need to be able to do is distill what you do in uh, what they call an elevator pitch, you know, one minute little pitch that talks about yourself. So this way, People, when you're going to network, the first thing, well, they say two things, right? They say, hey, hello, what's your name? And you say, and then they go, what do you do? Right? That's the question, right? You can list off a lot of little, you know, I, you know, do marketing, you know, I do digital, you know, design or whatever, but that's not really the right way to do it the best way to, to do it is to really talk about the effect of what you do you know i help healthcare uh, marketing leaders transform their marketing through you know exquisite branding and messaging so this way they can attract the right customer now that sounds better than just saying i'm a marketer you know because that's the effect of what i do and that's how i um package it and then they'll say oh well how do you do that and then we talk a little bit more then I'll ask the person the same question so you have to kind of learn how to distill what you do in a way that's not focused on the tasks but on the outcome so that it's got interest and and you become it becomes part of the conversation and then they'll remember you you know and that's that's one of the things you have to practice because I remember many, 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 many years ago, the first time someone asked me that question, I was like, I, you know, I, uh, I do stuff, you know, it, it, I was really young and I, I just wasn't prepared. And I, I said, I, and then I looked around and I saw other people in the room and how fluid they were and how they were just answering that question. I I realized it was something I had to create for myself. And then as a marketer, I just you know. I, and I think I mentioned this to you before that I took, especially when I became a entrepreneur, I took my marketing and I applied it to myself, and I just, you know, created everything. I would do a, a marketing strategy that I would create for an organization. I created for myself, which helped me really tighten up um, what I say and what I do. And it was just a, a learning experience. But the reason you've got a network is that you're building a network of of connections that can help you for a lot of reasons it just doesn't have to be for jobs but it could also be for just um learning new things or or connecting to an opportunity that is so different from what you thought it just widens your um i guess perspective and vision
1: yep and and i'm going to add because of those of us who are in health information management him of the networking you guys all know this there's sometimes people in the same hospital or the same organization as you that don't even know what an HIM department is or that it even exists so it's very important that you learn just even from the standpoint of helping people understand what it is that HIM does because when HIM does it well a lot of people don't even realize that there's a department there and we have all gone through oh what do you do And if you say where you work, oh, are you a nurse? If you say that you work in medical records in the olden days, I used to get, oh, you file. It's like, yeah, I didn't go to school for four years to file. I think I could have done that without a bachelor's degree. Um, So that's where some of that, and I'm going to say that's been one of the weaknesses that our field specifically has had is trying to get that networking out there so people understand what we do. And it's important that you be able to say what you do specifically in the areas that you are an expertise have expertise in and that you're interested in because we do do so many different things in HIM specifically. So yeah, that's one of the things that's out there too, is just so people even know about our expertise. Yeah, and i think you also have to go
0: outside of your space because i think him and the him space within him you um network very well you know you have a lot of great groups and i think that and this is the same thing with the marketer, right you have to go like what's the purpose of your networking so i do network in marketing uh spaces but i also network in um uh uh, healthcare spaces because i market in the healthcare space so i have to market in that space and entrepreneurial spaces and so on so i think that in uh, uh especially for him um you have to network in spaces outside of him and then that's when your elevator pitch becomes very important because i don't think i don't want to people to think that i'm saying that you know saying that i manage medical records is a bad thing it, but it's that's a task really the bigger picture is the effect that you have on the industry that's what you want to focus on so we talked about why now let's talk about how how to network and that's always been a challenge it was a challenge for, I was saying before i would go in and i'd start sweating bullets i try, you know start to try to talk to someone and I would just end up smiling and sticking an hors d'oeuvre in my mouth and kind of nodding and walking away really awkwardly by the
1: end of the night.
0: Yes, yes. Um, but but really, um, networking you is takes pre planning, right? So how to network? You want to make sure you're thinking to yourself, what do I want to accomplish? Like, how many people do I want to connect with? How many people do I want to help? practice your elevator pitch, know where to stand within the room. They say there are studies that say that if you stand around the food, food gives people more positive feelings. And then you can kind of start the conversation talking about the food or talking about wine. I don't drink wine anymore, but you know, back in the day, I would, I would talk about the wine, you know, or what I was drinking and people would talk about that. And that's kind of like a segue to kind of starting the conversation. And remember, you don't have to, the networking event is just dipping your toe in the water. You're not trying to solidify and close that relationship right there and then. So what you're doing there is trying to make connections that, um, that you can then follow up with, you know, they say, have your business cards ready and available so you're not digging at the bottom of your purse if someone asks you for a a business card. So number one, have business cards with you and then, you know, make sure that they're readily available and, um, you know, come with a thought about um, maybe interesting things to think about within that industry. Like if the networking event is after maybe a speaker um, uh, spoke uh, or a um, you know, trade show, What's, what can you talk about from that trade show or that event at the networking event. So now it's not like, hey, you know, hey, nice to meet you, whatever. It's like, did you see that speaker, the last speaker? I really like this, this, this. What did you think about that speaker? I kind of thought they hit the mark, but they missed so-and-so. What were your thoughts? And then it becomes kind of a really interesting conversation.
1: I think absolutely, and relating to that. So that's the first I've heard about the food, love that. And (laughs) standing around, because see on top of it, you're going to have people are usually coming to get something. I personally am more comfortable if I've got something in my hands. Otherwise, I don't really know what to do with my hands. So, from that standpoint, I, I love that. And and remember that yes, you're not closing a sales deal, but the interesting part. My husband laughs at me all the time when I start talking to somebody else in healthcare. And it doesn't matter what it's in. When I start telling them about what I do and they start telling you find those commonalities, you find the things to be able to say, You know, even if you're in a similar field, this is one of the problems I'm having, how do you deal with it? We got all these new regulations coming, how are you preparing? There's a lot of open-ended questions that you can get out of there. And then you're starting to get, you can tell there their expertise. So I've joked for many years and everybody who's worked with me in the field know that like when I say something to somebody about HIPAA, for example, and if they put anything in writing to me and they spell it with two Ps, that automatically tells me, okay, they don't really have the skill set. You're picking up on the skill set just by having some of those conversations and vice versa. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love some of those tips. Great job. Awesome. Uh, Another good
0: tip is that you want to make a mental schedule or physical schedule for yourself that says that incorporates networking into your activity, right? So you don't want to just trip on to networking. It's a planned event. So you go to your calendar and you try to find events where you can network. And if it's not something that comes easy for you, you're really going to have to shove yourself out the door and, you know, make it, put it on your calendar and and go. So this way, and and um, this way you can actually accomplish, you know, and do some networking. And I will tell you, the more you do, it's like anything, the more you do it, the better you will become. And it's really, think of it as number one, you're making new friends. Number two, you're broadening your horizons about what other people do. And it's just, you never know. I call it the spark. You know, there's always this conversation that you might have with someone that either sparks an idea or something in that person or does it for you. So I love if I can, you know, provide the spark of, you know, um, imagination or a thought or idea for someone Then I feel like I've done something. So now that you, you know, you know why, you know how, what do you do with your network once you built it right so that's the whole thing people say okay now i've networked you know let me call so and so and see if i need a job or or i network i i did a networking event three years ago and i met bill now i need a job oh he worked in healthcare. i'm going to call him that's not how it works or that's not how it should work what you want to do with networking it's all about nurturing and and building uh, a community that then if in fact, if you need something or if they need something, you guys have built a, a relationship of sort that then you can reach out and, and you know, ask for a favor or, or direction. Because sometimes the better thing to do is not say, hey, I need a job. You say, hey, you know, I, I am looking for opportunity. Do you know anyone? you know, as opposed to saying, you know, do you want to hire me? You know, say, do you know anyone? And maybe that'll get them thinking. And the other reason why you want to build a relationship is that people's reputations are very, you know, sacred to themselves, right? So I am not going to recommend someone to a company that I met once at a party three years ago between the cheese puffs and the Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem nice. I haven't seen anything of them on LinkedIn. We haven't talked suddenly they reach out. I, you know, so that's another reason why you want to, once you get this network of people that you've met at these events, your goal is to start to nurture. I always think about it as, um, the seeds that you plant, right because when you plant something you know eventually you want to pick something off of that vine so this way you can eat it you can't plant it and then today and tomorrow go out and look for the vine you have to put it in the you know right soil you got to put it deep enough you got to add water you got to put it and make sure it gets sun this all these things and then it takes time to grow so you've done all that and you still got to wait for it to grow and flourish it's the same thing with your networking group you've got to plant the seed And then you've got to start connecting and you can do that through linkedin connect with them on linkedin follow them, you know some people don't like to connect right away. um, So follow them and and then make notes, you know when they post something hey this is really interesting or you know I have a friend that went through the same issue and and you kind of start building a rapport that way maybe then if you have enough people maybe then you can create your own little networking event on zoom and invite a bunch of people to meet a bunch of people you can become a connector where you're inviting people and say hey let's have a a a meeting and let's meet each other and suddenly you've changed that whole relationship but now you're you're helping you know a lot more people connect and you become a connector and so now you're helpful um, it's, it's about, you know, just checking in on people and say, Hey, I hope uh, I saw this article. I thought of you. You talked about, you know, release of information or something. I, and I saw this article. Let me, let me share this with you. And it's all about being helpful and nurturing and building um, a kind of uh, a level of trust. So this way in the future, If you do need something, they kind of know who they're dealing with, you know, or maybe they'll have a conversation or you guys can meet for coffee, however it works. So that's the, the, the important thing about networking is once you've gathered all these names, you've got to do something. And it's all about the nurturing.
1: We were talking earlier, which I thought was very interesting too, since you were talking about LinkedIn here, some of the statistics that you saw about people when they're looking for jobs or when they're looking for employers, employees. Yes. I thought it was very fascinating that LinkedIn has become such a key part in finding a job, even if you've got some of the connections. So one of the things I know you were saying is that many employers, if they have somebody, so I'll hit the old fashioned part, as somebody who's been a hiring person, if I've got a recommendation, I've interviewed two people and I've heard good things from somebody else about person A and they're close to each other, I'm gonna go with person A because it's it's somebody that I know knows them. Well, it's kind of the same with LinkedIn. I wanna see what their profile says. I wanna see what kind of a person they are outside of, what I get on one little piece of paper from what they put on their application. So yeah, hit that.
0: Yeah, it's about the social footprint. They want to see what your social footprint is. And so here's the st- uh, the statistics I was uh, noting, and I've got to remember the source because I don't know. Um, this was an old thing, not old, about a year ago. It's at 87% of recruiters use LinkedIn to check. Out candidates. So once they have your resume, or they you filled out whatever, or they 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 go to LinkedIn and see who you are. Forty one percent of employers say they might not interview a candidate if they can't find them online. You know, it's like oh that's kind of weird. They don't exist anywhere. Sixty three percent of employees expect employers to have social media uh, experience. Did I say that right? 63 of employers expect employees to have social media experience. I got that straight fine. So the point is that once you connect with someone, um, physically at a networking event, and it could be on zoom, you know, so it's a virtual physical connection. A lot of times the next step is to go to LinkedIn, LinkedIn and you connect with them there. And that's when I was talking about, that's how you start to follow them. And that's how you start to comment on their you know some of their posts and so on and so forth but people look at what you write as as a definition of you so what you put because we were talking about this earlier what you put on social media is a reflection of you so you have to think about that you know i'm not one to tell someone what they can or can't post um on linkedin i just say it should be a clear reflection of you And your goals of being on social media, that particular social media, uh, medium, you know, so if it's to be a professional, if it's to connect with, um, potential clients and also, you know, potential employees, how do you want your, you know, uh, social presence to be, And, and you get to make that decision, just know that whatever it is, it becomes part of you. So when an employee or prospective client goes, they kind of look through your posts and what you like and don't like, and what you're saying, you know, just keep that in mind. So a lot of times I try to focus on helping my potential clients. So I try to give information that's either inspirational or, um, uh, helpful, or that's announcing a new program or like we, when we're going to post something about our podcast, we'll put something about that because it, to me for me and everybody's different but for me the my social media and presence especially linkedin is all about helping potential clients achieve whatever success they want to achieve in whatever small way that i can do that on my social media presence that's great and hopefully they'll transfer over to a client um, if they want to work uh, further and deeper with me Yep.
1: And from my standpoint, I love and have always loved to teach and to be able to give information. And that lets me do that. Um, And I will say that everybody needs to remember that when somebody's hiring you, they're not just hiring you for your skill to be able to perform a certain function. They're hiring you to see how you will fit into the culture of the team as well. Right? Will you improve the culture? Will you make the culture worse? That type of thing. And that LinkedIn profile, you just need to consider what you're painting to everybody of the type of person that you are and how you can contribute to the culture uh, or the team. I always say with many of the positions I've hired for, if I have the right skill set and the right attitude and the right personality, I can teach them the specifics of the job. Right. I can't teach somebody to be able to be a good fit within a team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a hard one. So networking, uh, it's a must do uh, especially for women. Um, you really need to actively network to build your network. So this way you can have, um, you know, um, that you can tap into in the future, make sure to have your, you know, elevator pitch, have a plan, a game plan around why you want to network and how you're going to network actively look for places to network, you know, virtual networking is great. Also, you know, um, if you can. Uh, Go out and go to some physical events, uh, because that's a different level of comfort or discomfort, I should say, and go out there and and meet and then make a plan uh, for what you're going to do. Once you get all these great names, how are you going to nurture your network plant? (laughs) So this way you can, you know, uh, partake and pick from that plant in the future. Those are uh, our thoughts on networking. I think that, you know, they say, again, I'll have to get the exact percentage that it's easier to land uh, a job or a gig or whatever it is, get a client when there has been a referral. And that usually happens with good networking. Like this person is a really great, you know, uh, uh, someone you should talk to, and then it's up to you to, to do what you need to do. You know, nothing is magic, Uh, It also, you know, depends on what you're bringing to the table, but getting a foot in the door is like putting your resume on the top pile with a little gold star on it. So this way, people will um, look at it because in our last episode, we talked about the fact that sometimes you get a lot of different resumes and you don't get deep enough, you know, getting to the top is so important and using a network and building a network to do that is very helpful. That's our episode this week about talking about PHI, women in healthcare, Uh, really get into the idea of networking. I don't care what your age is between the two of us. We've got 60 years and networking is uh, an important aspect of what we do. And uh, we want to help you do that as well. If you have any questions, reach out to us directly. You can uh, leave us a message um, on, on my website at www.cvstrategicmarketing.com podcast. There's a section on the bottom. If you would like to be a guest, we'd love you to be a guest. You can fill out a form there. And uh, until next time, thank you for joining us for talking about PHI. Thank you for joining us for another episode of talking about PHI sponsored by CV strategic marketing solutions and your first rung. If you want to ask us questions or leave us some notes about topics you want us to touch on next time around, visit us at www.cvstrategicmarketing.com. We'd love to hear from you until next time.